0: hello everyone. welcome to the Gambit podcast. This is a grand arena and territory war focused podcast. We're smack dab in the middle of Grand arena. I'm solo base 15. I'm here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight?
1: I'm doing well solo. I'm I'm feeling the strain though. this is the first season that I've had to both uh, record a podcast and make a video for my main grand arena uh, account. Uh, in the same night, so I'm I'm on the I'm pretty tired, but it'll be a it'll still be a long night ahead of me, of course, because gotta gotta make sure everyone has their video as well.
0: <laughs> gotta keep up, gotta keep up.
1: Indeed, I need to find some way to make it uh, easier somehow, which I've actually been experimenting with uh, on my alt account, uh, and and you know. For those of you who are just tuning in, uh, Solo and I both, you know, we do this podcast. We also have YouTube channels. Uh, We both have alts as well, and my alt is a lower GP, and um, I've been recording videos on that alt through Bluestacks and using OBS. It's been interesting. I've been testing things. It's not all perfect, but I actually yesterday did my very first uh, face cam appearance while, while doing a Grand Arena match, so... It's been, it's been interesting. Hopefully I can start doing that and my, my time having to edit videos and the like will be reduced drastically.
0: (laughs) Oh, that time saving is so much better. So much better.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, the problem, my only issue with it is I like to be able to take the time to explain things. In, in my videos, and sometimes in a fight, it's like, I'm going to need four minutes at least, maybe all five. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to be there and say, like, okay, well, I'm going to stop for a minute and explain what I want to do. I want to isolate onto the brood or onto the geo-brood, brute brute. And that, you know, that miss uh, saying it actually already cost me like five seconds. So, you know, (laughs) I want to put isolate on him so that he doesn't help assist. So he's not doing as much damage and we can target other Geonosians. And, you know, in the moment, I just have to just do it. And I can't actually like fight or, or, you know, make decisions super well while I'm also explaining what those are. (laughs) So yeah it's it's going to be a trick i'm gonna we'll see i'm I'm experimenting with it. maybe I have skill there that I didn't realize
0: there you go yeah you yeah actually you get used to it, it you know takes a time or two, ruin the alt account videos and then uh come in perfect
1: heck yeah that's that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about the alt. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we had big news last week we have the uh, Galactic Legends and we have their kits released i assume that this week we will have them released uh you know the the events and um solo and i are not ready for them all the way um i mean may, no, maybe, maybe solo maybe solo oh no okay no that's no. that's yeah, good no. to hear <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad I, Misery loves company. Yes. So
0: yes. Uh, well, veteran Chewy is misery.
1: <laughs> he really is. Yeah, I got him to gear eleven the other day, and I am I didn't enjoy that. And I don't oh. enjoy his gear eleven to twelve. He needs, he needs three gold balls, which somehow, after all of this, I'm still short on. Because <laughs> no. I don't oh. I don't have crystals to buy the salvage.
0: Well that's the problem. All my crystals are going into stupid shards for tunes, which I hate with passion, but there it is.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm I just got Hux to six star. I guess he's he's at like twenty five of a hundred, so that's great. And then Red Trooper is at uh, he just hit six star, so he's a little bit behind, even though I farmed them exactly identically. Um so yeah, it is what it is. I suppose it's been it's been interesting. It what occurred to me though, I'm like, okay, once I get these guys farmed, I'll be good to go. Like most of my characters are almost done. Then I realized I still have to get Hux and Red Trooper all the way through their gear twelve pieces as well.
0: Yes, yes, you do. Because that's what I am feeling right now with a uh, Resistance Hero uh, Poe. Yeah, Resistance Hero Poe who requires three furnaces, by the way. Uh, Oh, good. And two wristbands, which never used to be a problem
1: until you (laughs) sell
0: all of them for the stupid salvage for relic levels.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's... I'm having fun. (laughs) 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 I'm laughing so I don't cry.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Maybe I'll do both. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the crying is for later tonight.
0: (laughs) Yes. Need some way to fall asleep. (laughs) Hopefully this Um, podcast
1: doesn't go too long. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) All Um, right. So we did an in-depth evaluation of these kits um, where we talked for a very long time. Uh, But how would you break down the too long, didn't watch, or listen of the kits?
1: uh, So... I guess with, with Galactic Legend Ray, which that, that's her name. It's just Ray, which I thought was a little silly. Um, and that's the TLDR. No. Um, like she she's going to be like a really, uh, uh, like an updated and really obnoxious version of Barris. Like she's also going to be doing a lot of damage. But to me, that was the main takeaway from her kit. She's going to keep her guys alive and they're just going to stay alive and stay alive and they're going to be obnoxious. It's like Barris plus Jolie. And then you like put their abilities into a leadership ability. So everyone (laughs) gets them like it, that, uh, does that sound accurate to you? What, what are your thoughts? So
0: that, that, that sounds basically right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, there, there are a lot, there's, we, we spoke at length as solo said, like I regret how long we spoke actually. Cause I don't think as many people watched the video as, uh, you know, would have liked to, because the, the length kind of scared them away. But if you guys want to hear our thoughts, we go through each and every uh, ability on both galactic legends and talked about how they're relevant in grand arena and, you know, PVP all how to apply these things. So, uh, you know, if you want to see those, they're on my YouTube channel. Um, and we'll tell you about how to get to that YouTube channel uh, toward the end of this podcast. Uh, if you know, you can search my my handle Zareth on YouTube as well. So, um, anyways, we're not going to talk about them at length here, but uh, you know, that boiled down, Ray is going to be like a survivalist expert, really, like just going to time people out a lot of times, or or kill them because she's going to do a lot of damage, like I said. Yeah. What about what about Kylo? What do you think about him solo?
0: I I am a well, I'm excited to get Rey because on offense in Grand Arena, she's, you know, basically going to be a 60 banner type of tune. But Ray or a Kylo looks like a lot of fun to play with. You know, he seems like the kind of slow starter that at the end just destroys. Almost like back in the day, Wampa, and I actually I guess still an R7 Wampa could do, where it's like the first hit or two, you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then all of a sudden at the end of the battle, he's just one-shotting your tunes. Um That's how I feel like Kylo is going to be. And I'm really excited in about 18 months when I finally get enough gear to gear the first <laughs> order. Uh, I'm really excited to play with that.
1: Yeah, he's a lot of, he looks like a lot of fun. Honestly, you know, we didn't make this comparison in the video uh, that we made, but I, it actually, what he makes me think of is a, uh, he's kind of like Raid Scion a little bit, Um you know just the way he ramps up his damage over the course of the fight you know just the way you described it he's he, he's going to he's going to kill you really fast and honestly i i love how he he's just going to he's he's also going to be like a treya on steroids like it, it's really it's going to be really tough to deal with him because treya nerfs your ability to do things if if you act out of turn if you if you're assisting if you're helping your team basically you know she she penalizes you with uh, with a lot of different things and I, i'm sure everyone listening knows knows about those if not go read her kit but a, a lot of her strength isn't in her in her offense, it's in her ability to just uh, tear a team apart, a synergy team apart. And Kylo has a really similar kit in the, in terms of, like, he, he can dismantle a team by just taking away their ability to function at all.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's, well, I love the resistance team, the current resistance team, because of how much of a control team they are. Um if you watch my latest video, at one point I had four members of the opposing team either stunned or ability blocked. So I love that control aspect. And again, it it takes Kylo a little while to get going, but he's really going to let you assert control over the other team. Only instead of ability blocks or stuns, it's going to be, he's going to control your offense and what you can do. And that's kind of that's kind of exciting as well.
1: Yeah. I I can imagine like if he's on defense, you just have to pray like, please don't target my uh, X character. Like if you, if you do your siphon ability or whatever it's called uh, and steal the, the stats from that character, like I can imagine if you attack the team with, for instance, Jedi Revan, which I think would be a bad idea for various reasons, but if you did and you just pray, like, please don't target Grandmaster Yoda, because if you do, I don't have a way to kill this. I don't have a win <laughs> right. condition.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So hey, and oh, the, go ahead. We said we we're just going to touch on this, but here we are. But I will say I've seen a bunch of posts and videos put out by people saying that, um, Kylo is nowhere near as good as Rey. And I honestly think that they added to Ray's kit because of how good Kylo was. Like the way I read the kits and, you know, Ray just has a couple throw-ins in there. And I think it's honestly because Kylo turns into such a monster that they were kind of like, oh, well, uh, we need to do something here, um... (laughs) <laughs> and I, and I think that's <laughs> I think that's what happened honestly. Uh, and I see everybody complaining because of the turn meter thing, and I get it because right now first order relies on a lot of turn meter manipulation, etc. Uh, between old school Kylo and uh, first order officer and Phasma, and I mean you name an iteration. <laughs> A first order, and they had turn meter manipulation as part of the kit to speed him up. I think if Kylo had or was gaining bonus turn meter, he would be unstoppable. Like he would be the team that you stick him in the front zone, and nobody can beat him unless they had their own faster Kylo. Um, so I'm, you know, it sucks not being able to speed up a tune with turn meter. Um, but I honestly think it's probably the best for everybody out there that the teams can't have turn meter manipulation on them.
1: Yes. And no, I, I think the, the issue is with the turn meter manipulation, like you're being penalized too. I, I mean, these kits, they're, they're penalizing people who are gaining a lot of turn meter. And I I don't know, like we're, you're not going to be able to use as much cheese, basically like cheese, just, I don't know, cheese is probably not the right word. Like, these teams that can punch upward, you know, being able to being able to take out a team that is stronger than them just because of some mechanic, that it's going to be really hard to find one of those because the turn meter manipulation piece is a lot of times going to just be off the table trying to counter these guys. And... Right. And like, like commander Luke, he absolutely relies on turn meter manipulation to sometimes beat general Skywalker. And without that, it's, it gets dicey. I'm guessing that the way to beat them, like where we have a few teams right now that don't use a ton of turn meter manipulation and still do well, like Padme, uh, could potentially be a counter to these guys, um, there are a few different ones, but like Emperor Palpatine is completely irrelevant against these these guys because his whole thing is turn meter manipulation on a squad level. So anyways, we, we, yeah. maybe we don't need to talk about them too much more. And I've already had people ask me like, what, what counters are there to these guys? And I'm like, um, well, you could do the mirror match. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that that'll yield some results and otherwise I don't I don't know. It's too early to tell we haven't even we haven't even seen clips of them hitting things on the forums. right. You know like yeah. we, we have we have the model that was rendered a, a while ago in that in that really weak uh, whatever that was, the state of the galaxy for Ray and that's that's what we have
0: so far. Yeah, like we,
1: we haven't seen them in action is what I'm saying. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Well, that's the biggest thing. Uh, not only have we not seen them in action, we haven't seen their stats on or just their stats. For all we know, Kylo could be 90 speed. He won't be. He's probably going to be like 180. But we just don't know at this point. Um, and he might start with one offense total, just, just one, because he siphons everybody's off. Until we know, it's kind of hard to come up with something. I was thinking maybe a, like, General Grievous or somebody against Kylo, just because of that huge AOE, might not be able to take out Kylo, but you take out his entire supporting team. But then again, if Kylo siphons Grievous and he loses all of his health, you now lose all your offense. Uh, so who knows? Who knows?
1: Right. Uh, it's just impossible to say. And yeah, uh, it's impossible to say it's it's just an interesting thing. I remember when General Skywalker's kit was released and before we had the event, there's this really small window where everyone was doing all this theory crafting. And I remember there was this post on Reddit that got all these upvotes where this guy went in great detail uh, talking about how uh, Dooku was for sure going to be, or maybe not for sure, like it, it was pretty well written and pretty realistic about you know, the chances of this happening, but they were detailing how Count Dooku was going to be the counter. And there were strong arguments kit wise from all the information we had. I was like, Oh, cool. That would be give me a good reason to put some relics on Dooku. And I would love that if he was the counter and then it, there's no, there's no part of Dooku's kit now that actually beats general Skywalker. <laughs> and I it,
0: remember that post
1: it sounded so realistic and I'm not like ragging on the guy. Like I thought it was a great piece of theory craft given the information we had, but it, in my mind that cemented the idea that we just have no idea how good these characters are or how they're going to, how good they're going to be. But like solo said, we don't have stats right now anyways. And things like speed are really important. If he's only one speed, he's going to suck. Right. If he's, if he's 500 speed, he's going to be pretty awesome, even if he doesn't hit hard. Like It's all just context. And beyond the stats, we don't know what the devs intended. Uh, I mean, there's also that the piece of like, okay, so he sucks initially because there's some easy counter and then the devs go in and say, oh, we're changing the kit, and then he's awesome. So (laughs) there's all this unknown. And then even after we do, even if we have perfect theorycraft now, we won't know if kylo or ray are going to be good i will say this both of them look fantastic and i don't think anyone is going to regret choosing whichever branch they go for so i, I don't know if we really address that too much <laughs> hard to think we there was anything we didn't address in that monster of a video but <laughs> I, I don't i don't personally think that it's a mistake to go one direction or the other no, PV, PvP-wise, anyways.
0: Right. No, definitely not. Um, and I'm excited to use both of them. I honestly don't think that uh, you know, Kylo is the second-hand galactic legend. I think people are going to get their hands on him and realize, at least probably in Arena, that Kylo might actually be the better one. Um, now, the question is, in Grand Arena who's going to be better for banners and it's Ray. So we might see a Kylo better in one area Ray better in another, but I think they're both going to be very strong.
1: Absolutely. And it'll be great to get both of them. Their ultimate abilities look good. I actually, I've been thinking about it. So they haven't released all the requirements yet. You know, they've, they've released the requirements of, The different characters that we need to unlock and get to be able to get the ultimate abilities, but they haven't spelled out what characters we need to get the unlock. The initial unlock, they said, is going to be distinct and different from the ultimate abilities. And so we're eventually going to need those ultimate abilities, of course. But I'm almost thinking, after seeing these kits, and the ultimates are really great. For sure and they're going to be a good advantage in the mirror matches definitely as well yeah. so you're going to want them but I'm almost thinking it might be worth trying to if people haven't over invested in one or the other might be worth just unlocking one and the other and then going for each ultimate in turn after that
0: yeah yeah that uh, might be <laughs> Might be better. I guess it really depends. I Well, it depends. We'll find out on Thursday, probably.
1: Probably. And one other thing, if people haven't seen the kits, each of them requires six Zetas, and that doesn't count for their ultimate ability, which is going to be like a Zeta Plus ability of yeah. material. So yeah. they're, they're also, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to be perversely difficult to gear as well.
0: Yeah, that honestly, when it comes to do you unlock both of them, then go for the ultimates, um, I only have six, six Zeta saved. So even if I unlock both of them, I'll essentially only be making one usable. So might as well just go for the gold on one, then go for the next. Yeah, I'm... I'm not
1: really worried one way or another. I'm, I'm going straight for Kylo. I have most of my characters almost there. I just got one of the TIE pilots. I, I, I genuinely have no idea if it's the First Order <laughs> TIE pilot or Special Forces TIE pilot. One of them is now Gear 13, uh, as of <laughs> today. And the other one is nearly Gear 13. And then I have, like, I think Veteran Han is the only one I don't have, a like Gear 13. So it, And then the two... Uh, farmed, farmable characters need needed as well. So yeah. I'm I'm pretty close. There is there's no reason for me to just drop all that progress if I've already met the requirements and just like try to get Galactic Legend Ray. I am going to absolutely go for the ultimate. Being ready for the ultimate on First Order, then I'll start. Then I'll be. Then I'll I'll completely ignore Ray for a little bit and gear Watt.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
1: You, you genuine, you don't know the pain. The last piece I needed for the character that I, uh, for one of the TIE pilots that I just geared, he needed a fusion furnace and Watt needs one of those. It was so painful putting (laughs) it on the TIE pilot instead. Oh, I bet. I was saving all my tears for later today, but I would, if I hadn't been, that's, uh, (laughs) That's why, so, or that's what I would have done. So, anyways, they're they're gonna be good. We don't know how good, like top tier, top shelf, whatever. We don't know the yeah. counters. We'll know a lot more this week, I'm sure. Yes,
0: yes. Hopefully, next next podcast we will have plenty to talk about on it.
1: So to kind of change the subject a little bit, uh one of the topics we've been discussing a lot lately just solo and i and then also just because of our videos that we've been putting out we've been shifting a lot i i recently shifted to going full crazy defense and and in grand arena and uh, you know solo has also done it and or, or at least he's done it in certain matches and other people who do general, uh, who do the, their streams as well, Grand Arena streams, have also been going more defense, defense heavy. And that's kind of created this really interesting discussion on on our server, on just the different chats that I've been having of just defense and what to do with it. Because it kind of as opposed to, I used to save a lot for offense. Now I'm, I'm having to be creative on defense just to get clears. And that that's something we just kind of, we wanted to address here. Like it's, it's an interesting topic because at least up to this point, Solo and I have always been of the mind. Uh, we've both shared the the idea that going offense heavy was the way because you want as many banners as possible. Uh, so kind of shifting to the more defensive minded it's 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 been quite the shift so you know solo what are your thoughts on defense and you know saving some of these really strong offensive teams for defense
0: uh well i think we've finally reached the point in the game that you can be (laughs) i'm still gonna say even though it's gonna sound ridiculous you can be highly offensive um with solid defense teams on the board. Uh, I don't think, you know, back maybe six months ago or so, you couldn't have an astoundingly strong offense and an astoundingly strong defense at the same time. I think we are a lot closer to that. And actually, when Galactic Legends come out... um. You, can, you describe it as seven meta teams. And do you go 3-4, where three on offense, four on defense? Do you go 5-2? How do you go? I think when the Galactic Legends come out, we will legitimately be able to put four meta teams on defense, have four meta teams on offense, and then the other three offense teams, you can kind of cater to what your opponent puts down, you know? So if your opponent puts down heavily relic geos often, well, then you keep night sisters for offense. If they never put geos down, uh, you put night sisters on defense, you know? Uh, So I think pretty soon we're going to be able to go four and four and just kind of swap out those other three teams.
1: Yeah. It's going to change the whole mix for sure, because one of the teams, you know, I, I love Treya. I love that I love that team. and it, it's it's really good, it, especially once you start adding relics, it's still still very relevant. but you know the the Treya team, the Commander Luke team, there are they're these teams that we call the meta right now. And once we get Kylo and Ray in, and I'm sure that Treya and Luke are not going to be able to counter them should we actually keep calling commander luke and treya meta like we're we're going to have to downgrade something we can't they can't keep adding teams and us say like oh yeah look at all these meta teams cuz commander luke will fill this niche of being able to counter general skywalker and that's about it like he can take out treya i guess if anyone ever put her on defense he could maybe kill jedi revan some really hardcore people can use him to kill Darth Revan, and I don't know. It, it's hard to define exactly what makes meta, but it, everything's gonna have to be reevaluated, certainly.
0: Yeah, I think, um, and meta probably isn't the right word, but
1: maybe you could maybe. call them like a tier or something. Like you yeah, could go by tiers.
0: A, a tier system is probably the best way to do it. But I still think, um, you know, if I see CLS on defense, or maybe the way to describe it is how many teams can counter said team. You know, when you're if, when you're building up your tiers, rather than say A tier, B tier, C tier, you look at it in how many teams can counter this, and if it's one. Team can counter it, you know. That's your top, and then the more teams you go down to the bottom. With CLS, there still aren't a lot of teams that can counter it. You know, there's there's more than there were two years ago, but there's you know there's not eight teams that can counter CLS. Um, but true, <laughs> and that and that goes for. Well, Padme can probably still be considered meta. I still see it in their arena. But you get Padme on defense, and, you know, even when you use General Skywalker against Padme, not only is it not a clean win, there there's a chance you're not even getting over 50, like, two banners because Padme is just so strong on defense. Granted, she does a ton on offense as well, so... But um, it it's just it's gonna be interesting as the game keeps growing because the fields that we're placing these tunes on are not growing, whether it be territory war or grand arena. and uh pretty soon you're gonna see you know sixteen ridiculously strong teams or teams that used to be ridiculously strong, and all of them are gonna be used in all what we would call now B teams are just going to be kind of thrown to the side as add-ins.
1: Yeah. I, I've been thinking about that a lot. My troopers have been so consistent for me in grand arena. I've gotten a win with them almost every match for the past, honestly, it it, it might be, it might be like five or six seasons, uh, even more, even like they're, they are just so strong right now countering teams and eventually, that's gonna stop because there's no new teams that they can counter. it's It's like they can take out they can take out newt, which I guess is relatively new sometimes if people aren't being stupid and putting Malik with newt or something like that, <laughs> right. uh, you know, they can, but you have to be real careful with that. Night sisters, people are getting too many relics on them for it to be entirely safe. there's uh, there's just a lot of teams that troopers are slowly. Uh, st- they're not able to counter they can't take out any of the current meta teams so- so-called meta teams and, and they're a b beast, beast squad that's fine but what happens when troopers just can't no one's taking the teams on defense that troopers can uh, counter anymore I can't actually rely on them as one of my main counter teams so yeah yeah well, it's gonna it's gonna be a, it's uncharted territory for me at least.
0: Even now, if I see somebody that has a good trooper team, um, I will try and build my defense so that they can't use troopers. Because when I use troopers, it's 60 banners and I move on. Um, I don't want somebody to have that easy 60 banners. So if I see somebody that uses troopers, I build my defense so that they can't. (laughs)
1: Right, so so one one thing, and we're kind of talking in a lot of different. uh, We're talking in vague, you know, on indistinct lines right now of you know what we should place and what you know nothing we're saying is concrete exactly. But one thing I will say that's concrete is, uh, and I've I've done this with various teams. I scout my opponents and see what teams they rely on on offense, and sometimes it's like okay, well, you know. Darth Revan, they always use him to take out Darth Revan or whatever. There's certain teams that you're not going to be able to necessarily stop, but you can always find, you can locate some comfort team that an opponent uses on offense that they love to use. And if you can find a way to just shut that down, it's going to cause them, you know, that if they're a good player, they'll find another way to beat uh, one of your teams anyways, uh, or they'll use a different team, but if you can just throw, it, like Solo's saying, if, if you can take out uh, troopers from consideration, like, okay, I have I have eight teams that I have to kill, and I normally have eight teams that I'm using to kill them with, but troopers aren't an option, what do I do? How can I actually full clear this guy? And if you can just remove them. I I was doing that with Jedi Training Ray a couple seasons ago. Just trying to make it so that there's not a safe option. And if they want to try taking on my bounty hunters with Django, then they're more than welcome to. Because I guarantee that unless they have superior, vastly superior mods or a really good team comp that I don't know about, then I'm going to just beat them bloody and even if they win I'm gonna steal a ton of banners so <laughs> fi- finding some team to target and just eliminate as an option to use is is really satisfying frankly
0: it is and actually troopers are the exact reason that I bring one extra offense team over what I need. so in the current grand arena we have seven offense teams uh, or I should say seven defenses. I bring eight offense teams, with troopers being the eighth. So if I can use troopers, fantastic, and it's fun to use them. If I can't use troopers, well, then they were just my eighth team. I don't need them. Hopefully, <laughs> knock on wood on that one. Um, but yeah, it's a,
1: it's a lot more forgiving in in this uh, seven, it, you know, the the five v five plus ships. It's way more forgiving.
0: Yeah. Well. It's also, with only seven teams, harder to use troopers. Because when you have eight teams that you have to fight, there's that just one extra team that's a little weaker. And that's usually the team that the troopers are just like, okay, give me my 60 banners, I'm going home. Uh, When you get to eliminate a bad team from, or I shouldn't say a bad team, but a B team from defense, it makes it harder for the B teams to get a win
1: right and you know that that's part of why i'm making the defense that i have it's not perfected by any stretch but i would like to have a defense where it is very hard to use a b team to beat me you know they're they're going to be different b team skilled players are going to find ways to do it but unless they go full offense it is it's going to be really hard to clear me all of my opponents have since i started doing this full defense thing all of my opponents have i think there's one that uh did full clear me and the rest of them have not been able to do that yet and i and i in turn have been able to get the full clear despite having a lot of strong teams on there but it it does take a lot to of, of planning and You know, also just targeting, finding one team that they just can't beat or or they can't use on offense, rather. So being able to scout this Grand Arena history has changed the landscape of Grand Arena dramatically, in my opinion.
0: Yes, yes it has. And it's not always a good thing, though, because I can probably name for you four to five YouTubers right now that are all good players that I've watched their videos from this grand arena season and every one of them lost because they kind of outsmarted themselves by looking at grand arena history. (laughs) You know, it's almost like rather than doing the simple thing that they know works, um, They looked at Grand Arena history and they're like, oh, based on what he's done in the past, he shouldn't be able to clear me if I take this tune off this team and put him on this team um, and just use a different team. And then they get to the battle. Their opponent full clears them in one shot. And now they're down a good offense team because I took one of the one of the tunes and put them on defense. Only one of them, not the full team. And so this grander in a history. Look at it. If you can build a defense that takes away one of their teams, great. But don't sacrifice to do it. Don't don't kill your teams to try and do this because then you're just outsmarting yourself at some point.
1: Yeah, and I totally agree with that. You know, guys, if if there's one piece of advice I can offer anyone, and, you know, this is what I tell the guys who are asking me for help on setting their defenses or really anyone, it's you you need to be comfortable with what you're doing if you're going to play at a high level. That doesn't mean that you should stagnate and never try new things and say, oh, no, I'm, I'm always going to be able to win using my Emperor Palpatine counter for Padme. Like, you know that was a that was a sh- sweet time period where people could use Emperor Palpatine as a hard counter to Padme. There's there like a month where people could do that, but then it was eventually, you know, people changed their Padme team comps, and that's not a thing anymore. And if you're if you're stuck in the past, you're not going to be able to continue. But at the same time, you know, do do your research, you know, li- listen to this podcast, watch watch the videos that Solo and I put out, especially. and there's probably a few other good content <laughs> creators out there too uh, who, who are really good. Not just probably, there absolutely are. Uh, but you should watch us first. Uh, but you know, do your research, try these new teams and don't try anything extreme, though. It, if you don't know, what you're going to do if you're like if, if they place Padme on defense i have no way to beat it then then don't do what you're doing F- <laughs> find a way have a team that's available to beat Padme on defense you you have to have that that's a necessary component to victory you need to be able to beat all the teams that you might see and so so don't don't do anything don't do anything too cute i guess just right you know uh, yeah, play, play uh, your best game play your best game plan And mostly stay the same.
0: Yeah, perfect example of that since you say Padme. I looked at my opponent's uh, history for this final round of uh, round three, or final battle of round three, and he always puts Jedi Knight Revan and Padme on defense, and they're always on the bottom zone, uh, the bottom front. And for. Basically every battle heading up to this round or uh, this battle, I've had Darth Revan and clones on defense. Well, doing that, I looked at my team and just like, "How am I going to beat Padme and Jedi Knight Revan?" Uh, you know, Jedi Knight Revan, I, I my CLS team probably could have beat just because the relic levels are his Revan team was not very heavily reliced, and my CLS team is. But I was like, how am I going to beat this Padme that's full R7? And so, rather than sticking with what I normally do, I took Darth Revan off of my uh, defense and I took him for offense. That way, <laughs> I could clear that front zone easy rather than having to risk trying the Sith trio with Thrawn to try and get through their Padme. And then if that team lost I would have never gotten through the bottom front so use it to make sure you can kill what they place don't use it as ways to theorycraft up ridiculous teams that may not work and also will hurt you
1: right uh you know there are a lot of really smart there are a lot of really smart people out there who have created a lot of fun counters and you know uh they're, it's a joy to watch sometimes, and sometimes it can be very painful to see them struggle when they re- realize they don't have a counter to something. Right? They they forgot something because they were too excited. You know, they they were like, oh, "Okay, if I make this change, then you know, they're, like eight different teams are going to be affected by this one change in one character, and they only consider seven of those teams, and the eighth is what ends up hanging them. Like it, it's." it's just painful. So really stick with what you're doing. Do small incremental changes. Don't do like Zareth does like me, <laughs> I, where I went from full efficiency offense to a really hardcore defense. It has been quite the transition. Yes. And I don't know how I, I'm, I'm like giving advice and then I'm like, but, but don't do what I did. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if, even though it's actually been very effective, uh, you know the the truth is though i've been planning this in increments for a very long time and building up my counters for it so you know and we'll talk a little bit more about it when we talk about our results um
0: yeah and also as kind of a you know putting a pin on this one um on my alt account i don't think i've changed the defense in probably 10 rounds or so. (laughs) And (laughs) I, you know, last time I went 11 and one and this time I've basically already made Kyber. I just need to deploy a couple times. So it's not always about switching your defenses up because of grand arena history. Sometimes it's just about taking effective teams and beating what they put down. You know, at the end of the day, it really is that simple.
1: Uh, and, and absolutely true. Uh, you know, one of the guys that I've been helping with Grand Arena and, and stuff, he, he wasn't, he, he's been, he's traditionally struggled a little bit here and there because some of his teams are a little bit lopsided. And, you know, that's not nothing bad on him. Uh, you know, he's asked for help and that's that's the best piece of it, in my opinion you know, full vindication there. But what, what I ended up doing, I said, okay, listen, we're going to go with a really basic defense and we're going to keep all your offense teams and we're get, you're going to full clear with one shots every single match. Regardless, it, they might score a huge amount and maybe they'll be more efficient. But this way, we're just going to get accustomed to full clearing and then slowly we'll see which teams we need to put back on the defense and strengthen that defense up without hurting offense. But like... He won his his entire bracket this this time using, and this is the first time he used that strategy. So, you know, it's it, it's a pretty helpful. It, you just gotta sometimes it is just be more efficient than the other guy. That's okay. what that's why me and Solo have been playing the the efficiency game for so long. It, it works.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: All right. So. Let's, let's move on to our next segment, uh, which is just our Grand Arena results. We just finished week three. Solo, how did you do on week three, and how are you doing overall?
0: Uh, I am... Well, consistency is the key to progress is what my old coach in high school used to say, and I am the pinnacle of consistency. Uh, for the third week in a row, I went two and one. You know, we talked about... Our heavy defense and that got to me on uh it was actually on our live stream on friday night saturday morning uh you know i i did not i was prepared to fight grievous (laughs) i was not prepared to fight grievous with an r7 bb8 and you know, all, full props to my opponent. He cleared my defense, and, God, it, I think the word cluster um, <laughs> and another word that goes along with it applies to that round. But then...
1: Yeah, fubar is the word I was yes, thinking.
0: Let's yes. Continue. That, <laughs> that as well. <laughs> uh, but, so, after that round, like I said, I, I came up against an opponent this past round that... He had more lifetime banners than me. He had a higher best score than me. He had more defense wins than me. He had more offense wins than me. He had more full clears than me. I mean, he's a he was a good player. A truly good player. Uh, but I switched my defense up a little bit and and he actually switched his defense up a little bit in the back. That caught me off guard. But I was able to uh, I was able to trip him up with my defense while he was or while I wasn't tripped up with his. Um, so I was able to finish it two and one. I'm at six and three overall now. Two wins brings me into Kyber easy, but one win and a couple feats will bring me into Kyber. So, you know, knock on wood, the pressure is not nearly as bad as it has been in the past um what about you how are you going about this grand arena
1: this grand arena has been great for me so far solo i'm i'm this week i went three and oh i'm at nine and oh overall which is a dream frankly it it gives me the opportunity to potentially make a run at top 10 and it's been rough. I thought this week I was looking at the lifetime banners of my various potential opponents when I first got paired, and I was like, "Oh man, this is perfect. I can, I can just like destroy all of these guys just based off of lifetime banners," which is misleading, by the way. Uh, if you haven't figured that out, but. I, I was like man this is this is going to be cake all my opponents are going to be super easy there's only one of them who had lifetime banners uh, even close to 200,000 and just for context my lifetime banners at, at the time were uh, right around 230k so pretty big disparity there and my first opponent was just pretty easy they, they set a pretty strong defense I was able to get through it without much trouble though and my next two opponents put some ridiculously strong defenses down. And it it was, you know, one of them. I one of them was General Skywalker and Darth Revan and a few other really strong teams. And I it stretched me to my very limit. I was able to full clear. They weren't able to full clear me, because I have I have for reference General Skywalker, Darth Revan, Jedi Revan, General Grievous. And a, a few pretty other, pretty strong other teams like Night Sisters for half the week as well, uh, which are all Relic and everything, all on defense. And uh, so I don't, I don't have oh, a ton of tools. I have Treya and Commander Luke and Padme as my three meta teams, <laughs> and I have, I have to full clear with that. And so when people put full defense as well, I got like one of the worst scores I've ever had for full clear. It was like eighteen sixty because it took me three shots to get through General Skywalker, three shots to get through Darth Revan, and then everything else I was actually super efficient on. But it's been, man, it's been quite the week. And so I, it was not easy as my prediction had been earlier. I, I thought I was going to just be able to club my way to victory. Not so much. And I did end up at 9-0, and though. At, at the end, my defense, every time my defense was the thing that bailed me out.
0: Nice. Uh, it's a good feeling when you make changes and they actually end up working out for you.
1: Uh, agreed. And th- this has been a lot of fun. I, I've, I'm taking Night Sisters on offense now, and they they helped me kill Geonosians one time. And then I don't want to spoil too much about my recent match, but I, I was stretched. At, my troopers actually failed me against Night Sisters. Uh, that was my first attack and and I was like I don't know how I can full clear this guy without having that win there and I, I eventually figured out a way but the the most nerve-wracking by far was I'd, I'd gotten to old Daka up to Relic 5 and her health pool is like 128k which is enough that that I think 125 is what certain guilds are saying you have to have and so I, I, met, I met the standards or whatever you want to call them, ran into this almost max General Grievous squad. It was with BB eight at max as well. It was like Relic seven on three of them. B two was Relic six, and then Magna Guard was only Relic like four or five only. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I took so I took my nice sisters in, and the team kept getting wiped out, of course, but. DACA kept bringing them back and you know it, it's it's very satisfying to be able to beat a team that has been so over invested in with a team that I've invested less in um, so it's been quite the week it, my last episode the one that I'm about to make after we're done shooting this uh, podcast it it's been it's going to be an exciting one in, in my opinion there's a lot of random weird counters that I used so uh it's been quite the week i'm nine and oh and i have done every single feat so far i haven't gotten the best scores in some of my matches but i i'm i'm gonna try i'm gonna do my best to to go undefeated and make a run at top 10. i don't know if i'm going to make it but i'd be lying if i said i wasn't paying attention to that
0: nice and hopefully you do
1: yeah if if, if i put all of my feats together that i could have at this point that i you know like my my undersized feet is very close to done but not quite you know my final one and i have a squad one that i could do a and that's going to take a week and getting kills with han solo which i'm close to but not quite there you know if if i if i get all of these and add them together i'm actually in right now i would be in the top 10 i'd be in the top five i think actually so uh, you know, for whatever that's worth. I'm, I'm like in the top hundred something right now because I haven't cashed those in. But, you know, it's it's exciting times. I'm guessing next week will have be a letdown of some sort, but tune in to our <laughs> next podcast. I will still be feeling those emotions Raleigh. I'm sure. <laughs> and there there's a twist to this week, which I'm not going to talk about right now, but it, it's going to complicate things by a, a pretty dramatic level as well so uh (laughs) look forward to that my saltiness is scheduled for one week from now (laughs) on this podcast
0: he may be crying himself to sleep two weeks in a row we shall see
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah will it happen we can only hope so (laughs) (laughs) so that uh, we've been doing well in grand arena it's been relaxed kyber uh qualifications so to speak so the pressure is mostly gone from us we can as long as we perform decently we'll both make kyber and so we can uh, dance our way to our next segment which are podcast questions last week we asked for podcast questions and you guys absolutely delivered we appreciate that if you want to ask a podcast question then just please visit our discord server we'll give you more information on how to find it toward the end of this podcast but there is a channel there entirely devoted to podcast questions and we would love to hear from you guys and we will answer your question as best we can so first question someone asked they say with an uncapitalized i at the start (laughs) i would be interested to hear your thoughts on the long-term health of the game regarding the galactic legends and their extraordinary resource requirements and just to be clear i do notice misspellings but i'm not judging whoever wrote this i don't even remember who did it
0: well i, I i'll bet you whoever it was was on a computer and because on the phone it would have auto corrected to the capital um huh and did i it? do not judge did because it? if I. Uh, if I don't hold shift down long enough and it doesn't capitalize, I'm not hitting backspace to fix it. Not not for Discord.
1: <laughs> that's fair. I do change it, but I'm I'm OCD in that. And that's that's like one of the things I'm paid for in my real life job. So anyways, what are your thoughts on the long-term health of the game solo with the Galactic
0: Legends? Um I don't Think that these galactic legends are going to be as common as other people are saying. I know a bunch of people that are like, "Uh, well, I'm not going for these galactic legends because I'm going to get ready for, you know, Jedi Master Luke or get ready for the next galactic legends. These aren't going to be in every six months. Type of thing. I'd be surprised if we see another Galactic Legend in the next 18 months. Um, So, with that said, I don't think this game is going anywhere anytime soon. Um, You know, every metric I saw headed into or headed out of the Christmas season, I should say. The numbers were uh, fantastic for a mobile game still. And at the end of the day, this is Star Wars. <laughs> you know, um, I played another game that I won't get into, but it was Marvel-based. And No, it was not Strike Force. I didn't play that garbage. Um, <laughs> but th- the game I played, I left it probably about three years in. And I was like, you know, they just had a round of nerfs on like five of the best characters in the game. And they made it even more pay to win. And it was getting, re- it was just getting absurd to play the game. And I was like, this game's not going to last long. And so I-, I jumped over to play this game. And we've been, what? I've been playing this game for four years now. That game. Pretty much just because it's Marvel is still going strong. Uh, in fact, I still get updates every once in a while on my phone, and apparently they just released Mole Man because uh, <laughs> they're out of all the big, all the big Marvel characters, and now they're releasing Mole Man as the big character of the week. Uh, but it's got the name recognition, and it's still around probably for seven or eight years later, I would not be surprised if Galaxy of Heroes last that long as well.
1: Absolutely. Especially because Disney is creating so much new content and there's still a ton of the new, of the currently existing content in the Star Wars universe that we just don't have that I would love. Right. Yeah. And a ton of other people would love I mean, they, yeah, just a ton. Like, what about Solo? What about Beckett? And oh, yeah. it, the, like, I know that that wasn't the, you know, most popular movie of all time, but <laughs> like they're they're an important part of that. And why can't we have a versatile scoundrel leader that's dark side? The way Kira is. Kira's by far the best scoundrel leader right now. I would love to have a dark side version of her.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing. I agree. Um, Or you get into... I I mean, there's just so so much content out there. Even not the new content, but the old content for the people that grew up with the Expanded Universe books. And I know not everybody reads, and that's fine. But there are so many characters that you could bring into this game... That I, I mean realistically, just based on the content out there, this game could last, you know, fifteen years.
1: Yeah, you know, people laugh about the you know, they've the been kind of mocking for a long time now. When when Carrie was still running CG and she said, Oh, and we made a five year plan. And people like, Really? What are you gonna make for in five years? Like that seems ludicrous. There's not enough stuff. And I was like, Five years? I could come up with enough stuff for five years easily that people, you know, like me, I could at least come up with the ideas for what they could use. Not, not necessarily like create it myself per se, but there's, there are so many things and it wouldn't just be skeleton, you know, bare bones every month. Like there would be substantial things coming out all the time. And I'm sure that, and that's just off the top of my head. I'm sure that if you sit down and really write it all down and plan it out, there's, there will never be a shortage of new content for star Wars that will be exciting and fun.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. I think keeping the game interesting will be the only thing that kills this game. Um, you know, they do say that we have a new game mode coming out a completely new game mode, not just like assault battle tiers. uh, They've already advertised that a raid is coming out in the first half of this year. Uh, It's a question of, are those new battles, or is this new content engaging? And if it is, this game's going to last. It's that simple. And sometimes I feel like with Reddit and the forums, there's almost this echo chamber where one person posts something negative and then... All of a sudden, 100 people are agreeing on the post and coming commenting on the post. And maybe they truly do believe that it's a negative thing. The problem is, even if there's 100 people screaming their heads off on the forum or Reddit, there's tens of thousands of people playing the game. <laughs> so, you know, the 100 people that are working in an echo chamber aren't going to affect the tens of thousands of people that have never even looked at a star Wars galaxy of hero forum.
1: Right. And, and what the thing that I have to remind myself when I read these things, cause I'll get on Reddit and there'll be like seven posts that like the first seven posts that are like CG, you're stupid and you're destroying this game and yeah. or variants of that because of, you know, whatever new thing that's coming out. And uh, I hear that and then I, re- I read the comments and every comment is like, this sucks. This is, ne- I'm negative about this. I feel poorly about the direction this game is going. And, you know, we have, you have certain content creators who are actively like trying to undermine the game somehow, even though some of them actually like make a living off of it, which <laughs> completely baffles me. But th- there's, there's all of this, all of this stuff, and what I have to remind myself is exactly what Solo is saying. Uh, you know, with, you're saying Solo that the the game, there's all these people playing, and they're they're not necessarily unhappy, and I I agree. It, it, there's there's just a ton of people who are really vocal and they care about the game and their negativity so much that they're getting on to just rant about it. Uh, but but then you also find out that a ton of the people posting are people who quit like a year ago and they're still just so bitter about something that happened to them, like their guild kicked them out or something uh, that they don't think they deserve, uh, but they feel so negative about the game that they just bring that into the posts anyways, even a year later. And then And then you see in their comments, they're like, wait, what character is this? And you're like, well... <laughs> Not that anyone here cares, but you've totally undermined credibility to me or with me.
0: Right. I, um, I stopped going on Reddit completely. Right about the time where there was that wave of all the I quit posts. And then these posts were getting like 50 plus comments every time somebody did a, a screw you, CG, I'm out types post. And more than half the comments were yeah i quit so long ago i quit and it was the greatest decision i ever made i quit and i did this i'm like you quit a year ago and you're still coming on the reddit page for the game that you say is awful that you hate (laughs) like that's absurd half the content on reddit is from people that haven't played the game in six months to a year like i don't need to go there anymore
1: right Uh, you know and they're free to do what they want I, I tend to be, when I quit this game, if I ever quit this game, I might stay in touch with some people playing the game. It's hard to imagine not talking to Solo constantly about whatever game we're playing. But I'll, you, guys, you guys won't see me on forums. I'm not going to be posting no. things on YouTube, certainly, about this game. I'll just be done. I'll pull the plug and be done. I'm not going to keep a foot in the door. That's my personality. If I quit something, I'm just done. I can't just do it lukewarm. I can't. I can't be in halfway. And so it it baffles me when people decide to stick around in a in a an environment. And honestly, that's fine if they want to just talk about the game and not play. But seriously, do what you want. But the thing that that frustrates me is when you get on and just try to spread hate. For something you're not even part of anymore, you've you've opted out. You haven't even been kicked out or removed. You've opted out, and you know you're trying to spread that negativity. That that frustrates me a little bit.
0: Agreed. Um, but we've kind of gone off from the actual topic, so probably time to move on to the next one since we do have a, a bunch of questions tonight. So sure. Uh, next question what are some squads that you feel like are misunderstood by the majority of the community and examples include uh, squads that most use for offense but should be defense or vice versa teams that are incorrectly or inefficiently countered uh, or ideal comp team comps aren't being utilized etc so basically it's a broad question but what mistakes do you feel that people are making with certain squads that could basically be a simple tune-up to help them? <laughs>
1: and they did include the verbiage. Uh, give feel free to give us your proprietary secrets. So <laughs> that that's fun because um, you know the guild, the guild I'm in, definitely has a couple things that they would prefer. Um, you know, that it's not nothing too crazy secret or anything, but um, you know, I'm not going to reveal any of that, of course, but you know, everyone's got their own different ways to, to maximize th- their efficiency and everything. And for me, I, I want to just scream and, and keep screaming when people talk about first order <laughs> and now, now they're more, they're more uh, paid attention to, but People, people put them on defense all the time, even though they're an extremely complex faction that the AI does not play very well. Um, they've, people are like, oh, man, well, with these new characters with Hux and everything, First Order can actually be good. And I'm like, they have always been so good. I get a win. If there's been a squad that's been more consistent than Troopers for me since the very start of Grand Arena over a year ago, it's been First Order on offense. Always take them on offense. Always. uh, I don't know if I've ever failed an attack in Grand Arena with First Order. Uh, Like, it's... They have been a paragon of consistency. You can't... You you don't want to, uh, you know, do something too crazy. They're not going to kill some of the meta teams. But I just want to scream when people say, well, they're they're okay. You know, like, uh, sure, like... But but they're countered by Ewoks, and I'm like, well, don't don't put them on defense then. Take them on offense and get 60 banners every time. And and especially now we have Watt with them, and now they do take out a ton of ton more teams. So for me, it it's play first order, guys. They are super fun. They're an extremely dynamic, flexible squad. They get 60 banners even without Watt. That there's their control is completely crazy they're they're a fun faction and people don't understand them i find at, at least not. i'm sure that the people listening to this actually do because you guys are all awesome but um <laughs> otherwise yeah first order is would be my pick what about you solo
0: <laughs> well i'm i'm gonna start with one I, I have a better answer but um karth is not good on defense Stop using him. If you're a 4 million account, you, you know, if you're a three and a half million, four million 4 million account where it's like, I just don't have enough teams to set all the, t- to set seven defenses or eight defenses, I get that. That's different. If you're a 5 plus million account and you expect Karth to do anything but give your opponent an undersized win, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Stop setting Karth on defense. Uh, but now for my real answer. Uh,
1: and that, that's true, by the way. <laughs> yes.
0: I, I don't think I've ever gotten less than 61 banners against the Karth team. Usually, usually it's 62 plus. Um, but anyway. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, and not that hard, includes, they're not hard to solve. That includes when people tried to get tricky and put Malak on Karth. Just because you put a good tune on a bad team does not make that bad team good. Uh, But, so my real answer is, it's funny that you picked First Order, because I'm going to go with Resistance. Because I, what was it, probably about two months ago, when we were in our old guild, and people are like, well... We're, uh, what do we do against the Django Nest wall in TW? And I was like, well, obviously, use resistance and you'll be done in a minute and we'll get 20 banners every time because this is TW. Um, and they're like, but people struggle with Django Nest. And that was the first time I realized that people didn't know how to use resistance uh, to beat a Nest team. And this was before people had powered up fins. That could just, you know, overpower Nest eventually. And I slowly have investigated. And every time somebody says I used uh, Jedi Training Ray, they're like, oh yeah, well, we used uh, BB-8, R2, and then uh, Resistance Trooper and Scavray. It's like, no, this team doesn't work without a tank. It, it honestly you need a tank on that team in most situations. Um, And I think that's what people misunderstand about the most and why they struggle against some of these other teams. And it's because they're not running a tank. You know, for the longest time, I ran L3 on that team. And I don't think I ever finished with less than 58 banners, uh, ever, against whoever I fought. And usually... Well, still, JTR is my prime nest killer. Um, Now, because of all the beefed-up first orders that are going on defense, because people don't know how to use them on offense, I've had to switch L3 out just because L3 is still only G12, and uh, Fox hits hard, (laughs) Uh, especially when he's at R5. So I've had to bring in Haldo, who is an amazingly good tank at R5 as well. I think I have her just under 200,000 combined health and protection, and she heals. Um, use a tank with JTR and never lose, basically. that That's what it needs to come down to. And nobody does that, and everybody's like, I can't get good banners with the team. Uh, so... When you say most misunderstood team in the game, that's what I'm going with because nobody really understands how to run that team.
1: Well, and I'll go, I'll do you one more. People, a conversation I keep having recently, it's astounding to to me. People are like, wait, so Ray is still good with only one Zeta, right? You just put her leadership on and call it good. (laughs) And... Uh, like, the first time I had that conversation, I legitimately thought they were trolling me. I really thought they were. Because uh, yeah. I, I put all three Zetas on her as fast as I could because all three are amazing. And people people who are good players have been saying, and some people who aren't good players, but uh, they're, they're like, what, really? Like, you, haha, you want, you want me to put all the Zetas on? And I'm like... <laughs> Yes, obviously. Of course you want that. You need that. They're all good. And no wonder you're losing to these teams. I'm like, oh, yeah, use use your Jedi Training Ray there. Just totally wipe them out. And they're like, I lost. <laughs> and I'm like, that's outside my realm of experience. Please elaborate.
0: Yes. How did you lose? And it's like, oh, well, because I got stunned two times in a row. And it's, well, That's because you don't have the Zeta. And they're like, Oh, but the is only 40% chance to dispel until you realize you're going against a bounty hunter team that hits her with a debuff literally every turn. So that 40% means she's cleansing herself almost every turn, or at least every other time that a bounty hunter goes.
1: Right. I I have this really great screenshot someone sent me. I saved it, actually, where they show jedi training ray just debuffed to hell against like a palpatine team they're trying to beat yeah and she has she has like every debuff known to man on her and there's no reason she can't dispel them and i, I was and-, and this is the person who sent, you know who was like what that no that's not a good zeta i'm like dude you <laughs> just proved it like you know she He's like, well, I can't use her. She just gets stunned. She's she's great if she doesn't get stunned. And I'm like, all right, I I can't even. I can't <laughs> even. So, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. That, you know, so not to belittle people who don't have the Jedi training, Ray Zetas, They they are legitimately very strong though. And uh, you know, if if you're struggling with that team, you using it well, like consider getting those, especially. We don't know yet for sure. We don't know what's going to happen. But if she's not a lead on a team, if she's with the new Ray Squad or whatever, those other two Zetas are going to be pretty good regardless. So, <laughs> I would hundred percent recommend getting all three. And
0: oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. never worry about Nest again because I can't tell you how many people are like, "Oh, Nest is on that other team." Well, I guess I have to use Darth Nihilus. But no, you don't save Darth Nihilus for somebody that's ridiculously good, not for a G twelve or an R one nest that can be killed in thirty seconds. Right. Well, and
1: that's that's one thing I do want did want to speak up to. Uh, Geonosians are also misunderstood. I feel like people see Geonosians mm-hmm. and immediately decide they have to commit their Traia squad. Right. And Treya is is dependable in most cases to beat Geonosians. That's true. And it's a very satisfying win usually because they kill themselves and you barely do anything. But I always bait people on defense. If I don't want their Treya to be around for that back zone, whatever I have in the back zone, I put my Geonosians in front and then they get to my back zone and they can't beat the team in the back because they don't have Treya.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's. I don't think I've used Try to beat Geonosians Oceans in probably at least ten battles. I'm gonna say that, and somebody's gonna video check me and say, "Oh, you used it three ago." Uh, but I, yeah. I honestly don't think I have uh, because I don't need to. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Um, between Night Sisters, uh, Jedi training, Ray. And uh, CLS, who all finish with much better banners than the Sith Trio, uh, I don't need to use Treya on that team. And it frees her up, or uh, frees Treya up to beat General Grievous.
1: Yeah, uh, it's Treya, Treya is my last option. Sometimes I do, but... Usually, I mean, just, and just to just to elaborate, so people aren't just like, "Well, you you always say that you could beat them without other teams, uh, you know," but you don't, you can't actually. Like, I'll use Commander Luke, and that's a hundred percent win rate if you have three PO um, against it, the highest level of relics. Just blows away Geonotions, Um Padme beats them and she's kind of expensive for that squad, but she does. Um, the one that I have used recently is Emperor Palpatine plus Bastila, the, you know, Bastilla Sean Fallen, and then just random empire guys like Vader and Tarkin just completely wrecks Geonosians as well. Um, Night Sisters beat them consistently. Resistance now with the new Finn and Poe beat them all the time. Like, there's no shortage of teams that are available to beat Geonosians.
0: Right. And I honestly think Geonosians should be on all. I say this as I put Geonosians on defense This these past couple battles. Um, they should be an offense team, uh, in my I opinion. Disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Well, that's because you're using them to bait somebody else out. Um, True. True. <laughs> not, not because they're a fantastic defense team. I think uh, I've had them on defense for the past 3 rounds and I've watched two of the attacks of my opponent attacking me and they got undersized wins against GEOs twice. I mean, it, it's to the point where that putting GEOs on defense is costing me banners. Interesting. Yeah. Not very happy about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and I can see that I, um, they haven't really been, I I like, I like them because they've been doing exactly what I want. (laughs) People use Treya on them or they, they, they're like, Oh, I'm just going to use commander Luke. And I don't know. In the end, people don't want to use a lower level counter. And I just love people's predisposition to using Treya against them. Um, It's just too useful to me. And at the very least, I'm making them second-guess themselves because they don't want to use a meta team to be able to beat a Geonosian team because they, they have an inkling of the fact that they could be using something less, but they don't know what. And to be completely fair, there have been times where I've just gotten stuck on geos. If you don't have the right counter, which there are just increasingly more of them available, if you don't have the right counter, then... You can't beat them. So, you know, there is that.
0: Right. they. That's like how ever... Circling back, this is perfect transition. Uh, The reason people hate Karth is because when Karth first came out, uh, people couldn't figure out how to beat Karth. And if you didn't have the right team, you couldn't beat Karth. Um, And so... They're one of those teams that people just keep sticking with because they're, they're like, you know, six months ago, they had 10 battles against my Karth and couldn't beat my Zalbar. It's like, but that's six months ago. That's, you know, that's not anymore. That's back right. when you needed Malak on your Darth Revan team. Otherwise, you couldn't beat the other Darth Revan. And so you couldn't do a Mal- Malak solo on Karth.
1: Right, which I to be fair, I haven't done a Malik solo on Karth for a very long time.
0: I, I do them all the time.
1: Well, it just depends on my Malak's on defense.
0: So, uh, that's fair. That's I you know I end up usually actually using the CLS trio on them because uh, people also never place them right. They either place them in the top or in the back. And so by then, I already have the rest of my attacks planned out. And CLS is usually one of those teams that I can kind of use anywhere. Um, so I just usually end up using the CLS trio and get 62 against them. So here's going back to uh, the defense placement. If you're going to use the awful team like Karth, put them in the front bottom zone at least so people don't aren't sure... If they can afford to use a Malik solo, because you have Darth Revan in the back or something.
1: See, I just smile huge whenever I see Karth, regardless. Because I do too. It, I can just use a B team and call it good. Sixty banners, sixty-one, right. something. Just, uh, but if you're going, if you're if you're just super convinced, you have to put Karth on defense. Solo's right. Put that team on defense. <laughs> uh, or, or put that team on at the bottom zone that's blocking the the back zone right the only place to put it that is actually viable so anyways we've talked for this about this for a little bit we have a couple more podcast questions i I think we need to just save those for next week um and move on to the alt life segment we have um we always have we talk about our alt a little bit because we both like to run our alts and Solos is a pretty high-level alt, pretty high GP. Uh, used to be a whale account, no longer. And my own alt is right at 3 million GP at this point. So, Solo, how did your alt life go this week?
0: Uh, unfortunately, it was a bad week. I went 2-1. and one. <laughs> I am now 7-2 and two overall for this Grand Arena. I've basically made Kyber just... Need to remember to sign up for Grand Arena next time, and I will make Kyber. Um, speaking of, I should do that while we're talking about it. Um, I did lose a close one. My opponent, I, well, he won it in fleets, basically, because my fleet is awful. And so, even though I could get the win, I lost a ton of banners. I think I lost 14 banners in fleet just because my gk is still only r5 his was r7 my anakin is g12 um you know it's it's not a good fleet and so i got my loss because i was more efficient on the seven ground battles but losing 14 banners is just too much when you're going up against a decent player um but, yeah. Yeah, it's it's
1: it that's a, that's a ton of, that's a ton of banners. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh what about you? How did your all do this week?
1: Huh? It, I went 3-0. I Yeah, it was good. My my first match of the week was the closest one just because my opponent well, they didn't have a good defense as has been the case in a lot of my matches and they put uh, they put this uh, first order team on defense. I can always beat that team. Uh, you know, I was, I was just, I went in to do it and I was doing it on blue stacks. It, it, you know, it was new to me. And I just, I thought I'd test doing blue stacks. I actually did a video of it and I crashed on uh, using my, I think I used Jedi Knight Revan to, to beat it. Uh, that's how loaded my offense is. <laughs> I can use, I can afford to use Jedi Revan on, on a first order team like that. And, uh, so I was just in the middle of beating them and blue stacks crashed. And so I was like, okay, well, I still have enough teams. And so I went in and used commander Luke to attack and I crashed as well there. <laughs> A- and so, you know, and this is all there's, there's, you know, like video footage of me or rather audio footage of me saying like, uh Oh, that's not good. Like it just goes dark. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> You know, it, so after that, I had to get creative. I needed to get the full clear after that, and I did. Um, and it wasn't that much of a problem still. I, it, the, the most funny, the most hilarious part of it all to me, in hindsight, is my opponent is going to think that their First Order team is good. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they see their Grand Arena history and they're like, really? They beat, like, a Gear 12 Jedi Revan team and, like, a mostly Gear 13 Commander Luke team? Like... Seriously, they beat both of those? And I'm like, yeah, but look, look at the awful team that I used to beat them the third time. <laughs> like, They're not good, but it's just a funny uh, side consequence to it. <laughs> so other than that, I mean, it, Division Four has been pretty good to me. I, I lost that first match. My opponent had a, a Darth Revan team I couldn't beat, um, and I, I barely lost that one. And then after that, this this season's been pretty pretty easy and i'm going into division three though which is the largest division out of the three or out of the what 13 i should say i think there's only 13 divisions but uh it it is the most the biggest in terms of player density there's there's way more in division three than any other division by a huge margin in
0: fact yeah so we'll see if you actually start getting a challenge
1: uh we'll see uh, there are challenges every time someone has darth revan they they could potentially beat me because i don't have a good answer on that account i'm working on it but it won't even be ready next season for next next season so um that's that's the secret to beating me put your darth revan on defense if you have malik if you don't then you'll yeah i can still beat that pretty easy but if you have a max darth revan max darth malik then put them on defense i can't beat you we can move on um yeah so it's been good i've hopefully i can unlock darth Revan on that account soon but i've been spending very little time on that account lately just trying to get get my extra energy get my tickets you know and that's yeah. it so um anyways we so that's our outlife. life um and we're always trying to get ready for next Grand Arena. And this is probably going to be the most depressing segment, uh, or at least this this version of this uh, segment. Uh, it's probably going to be the most depressing out of any of our episodes. Um, we're always trying to get ready for Grand Arena by altering our stuff, uh, you know, our roster, changing things up. And uh, Solo, what have you done this week to
0: get ready for Grand Arena? Uh, I got... Poe to G12. There we go. That's it. That's that's the extent of my week, I think. Um, <laughs> well, technically, I, I also got Vet Chewy to uh, G9, which that doesn't sound like much, but if you see what it takes to get him from G8 to G9, you would understand. Uh, you know, part of my problem right now And it's a legitimate problem. I'm triple refreshing my normal energy. And of that, I'm farming Finn and Hux with double refreshes on their nodes. And I don't have any energy left to actually farm gear. (laughs) It's a problem. I need to finish both of these, and I need to finish them fast so that I can start farming gear again. Um, It's... So all I've gotten done is resistance hero Po.
1: Yeah, that's, that's my issue too. I can't farm gear. I'm stuck on finishers cause I, you can't even buy them for crystals right now. You just yeah. can't get them without farming and I'm farming at max. I just got my uh, hyena up to seven stars actually. But other than that, like I, I'm doing two refreshes. So 15 attempts each on Hux and red trooper <laughs> every day. And you know i'm trying to get finn done as well i'm trying to get hyena which is done i need to get y-wing done (laughs) when when poe is released i'm gonna have to get him done it's and yeah i have no energy left i i don't farm i don't farm gear
0: right my uh my big problem and i haven't said this in probably a year is stun guns uh Because I can't farm them. I just... I can't... They aren't farmable with fleet energy. uh, Because they're only on 120 energy node. And I'm not farming a hard node for them. Uh, And I don't have regular energy. So I'm only picking up like 5 a day. If even. Uh, And Vet Chewy needs a lot of stun guns. It's annoying. Um... so, I, I really haven't geared anyone this week.
1: Yeah, um, and, and my gear, it, I'm I'm right there with you. I I think I mentioned earlier I got one of the Thai pilots to gear thirteen. Um, I don't think. It, you know, I got Padme up to 283 speed. She was slower, now she's faster for reasons, and doesn't make a huge difference to my roster, frankly. And that's that's it. Uh You know,
0: just yeah. yep,
1: just try. And I I did get Red Trooper and Hux to six stars, and I get that is progress. But overall preparedness, I yeah, I'm. Not nothing, almost yep. nothing. Yep. Not going to use my relic one, special forces tie pilot, hey. or, or even if it's the normal tie pilot. Actually, I say that, but I used I used one of them recently in, in one of my matches.
0: You know, special forces tie pilot has the AOE with the stun, so you can get some use out of them. That's true. And yeah, and. I actually crafted on our in-depth special about the Kylo kit. I think Special Force TIE Pilot is going to be a good tune on that team because of the AOE. Interesting. So, you know,
1: yeah.
0: load him it, up it with might a be good. of crit chance. He does one AOE and there's 25% of Kylo's uh, ultimate charge.
1: Yeah, absolutely true. Uh, it might it might be good. We don't know, but that seems rational and Sith Trooper, the red trooper guy, he'll he'll also for the same reason be oh, yeah. good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: So, I think that's about <laughs> it, folks. Um we've mentioned, uh, we've hinted a lot of times about how to access our Discord, our YouTube, um we have a bunch of other stuff that is available to people who want to get better at Grand Arena um, or just uh, just maximize their results. And Solo has been unanimously designated as the person to talk about this. And so please take it away, Solo. Tell, tell the people how to access our stuff.
0: You know, one day if- I'm going to be talking at the lead-in to the outro, and you're going to do this because I'm just going to set you up and you can't say no. Uh, uh, but anyway the ways you can find us and what we can do for you um, there's the discord channel that Zareth mentioned, the link is below the link is in all of our youtube videos as well and the discord channel is mostly a pvp uh, and specifically grand arena and territory war you know kind of idea zone I guess you could say a lot of people coming up with different ideas on with teams on how to approach it or on how to counter teams. Uh, You know, we have a results section for people to post their results and I can't tell you how many people are going to make Kyber this time that are on that server. So it's a fantastic resource if you're looking to get better at Grand Arena or if you're just looking to keep up in Grand Arena. Uh, As I mentioned, we had, we both have YouTube pages you can find mine, it's uh S O L O B A S S fifteen. And you can find Zaraths at X-A-E-R-E-T-H. It, just search them in YouTube and they'll pop up. We both will uh record all of our Grand Arena fights, every single one you'll see, whether they're good, whether they're bad, unless somebody's phone forgets to save the video. <coughs> cough, <laughs> Zarath Loss, cough. Um but, you know, you'll see all of our content there. And then the final resource, we take the, those YouTube videos, we timestamp them, and we put all the fights into a Google counter sheet. And so you can look up a team by what the team composition is because we'll list the full team composition we fought. We'll list the full team composition uh, that we fought them with. And then most importantly, the timestamp link is directly next to it. So you get to click on the link. You get to see the battle. You can see, was it an easy fight? Was it a hard fight? You can see exactly what steps we took to win so that you can mimic it. And hopefully that helps you get through with Grand Arena. And on that note, I think it's time to let the people go, Zareth.
1: I think you're right. You know, just... uh... Just to tell you though, I think that if you ever do try to turn that around on me and make me talk about it, I'll probably say some things and then I'll edit it out and just take <laughs> one of your sound bites that from a previous episode and just like just callously paste it and it people will be it will be confused because <laughs> it, it won't have any context for our current episode. But you know, that that is within my power as the editor extraordinaire for these, which I don't do too much editing, frankly, but the editing that I do do, I'll at the very least, I guess you'll force me to edit some, so
0: <laughs> fantastic
1: <laughs> so that'll be inconvenient <laughs> anyways, I think I think you're right, though, we should let people go so thanks, guys, for listening I hope you have a great week, I hope your conclusions to Grand Arena will be exciting and fulfilling to the to the limit, to the max
0: Yes, hopefully uh, we're entering this final round, so I hope your final rounds go well, and I hope you all make Kyber.